Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest in the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so I feel like today is a reunion episode. So today I have Jeff Newmeister on the line. He's managing partner over at Newmeisters and Newmeister and Associates LLP, and he's a multiple. I mean, he's been author with Mission Matters. I mean, we've been working with each other. He's a friend. I mean, we've been in each other's lives for quite some time as entrepreneurs and and being around each other and in Los Angeles. And um, just hey, Jeff. First off, I just want to say, Matt, welcome back to the show. It's great to hear your voice. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me back, Adam. All right, Jeff. So this is uh, this is funny. I was thinking about this into this call. I don't think I've seen you, and it's been a. I mean, before COVID, after COVID, I don't know. Wow, in Has person, been, I don't recall. Like, it, it might have been before COVID, which is kind of crazy. But you and I have definitely no, no. I think there was a dinner or something at some point. Baptism. Is it a baptism? Yeah. yeah. So no, that no, would be no. after, I don't remember. But anyway, so I was thinking yeah. about this today. You're, you're just in Burbank. I'm in downtown and I'm like, I got to fly all the way to Atlantic city to the micro cap conference, which we'll both be attending in order to see you. Like we can also get together, you know, on this side, <laughs> this side of the country. We're so close. Yeah. You think that logistically that would make a little bit more sense, but for some reason we're not doing that. <laughs> All good, all good. I know, I know you're you're a busy guy, and you're growing, and you're always you're you're always. I mean, all the entrepreneurs listen, they get it. That's the people that they uh, they work, and as we all do. And um, just to kind of get us kicked off here, we'll start we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with what we like to call our Mission Matters Minute. So, Jeff, we at Mission Matters we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Jeff, what mission matters to you? You know, for us at Newmeister Associates, and we're rebranding, by the way, in the next like month or two. That's a it's another story. Um, our mission for the firm, and actually for me personally, in, in mm. the professional environment, is really to provide value to people, provide value to our employees, to our mm. clients, our contractors, our referral sources, everyone that we interact with. Mm. It's great. And I, and I know you to be that. And I know that that is your aim. I mean, I, like I mentioned, I've been around you a long time and I know you do great work. And even when I was a financial advisor, I remember, um, you know, you were, you were my trusted advisor to also bring clients to. So it's, it's always just been a great partnership working with you and your team. And I've seen many of the events and things that you're doing, even when you're not there and you have a, a solid team and, and squad over there, like even when you're not around, that's how you know you have a good looking and I see who's representing the brand and what you're doing. And man, you, you sure have put a, if they hear this, Hey, I'm just giving a shout out to all of, all of the, and the individuals over there, because I see what you're doing and others do as well. And big part of the success. So um, good stuff there. Well, Jeff, just kind of diving into, you know, today's topic. So um, as I mentioned before, we're going to the microcap conference. It's going to be a lot of different content for those that have been following this series. You know, the microcap conferences, there's going to be a, a wide array of individuals from, you know, investors, accredited investors, um, CEOs and leaders of microcap conferences, um, or excuse me, of microcap companies um, and small cap companies. Um, also, you know, service providers is, I guess, what we'd be called. So your, your CPAs, your strategists, your your consultants, of course, 
um, and then the media, us, will also be in attendance. So um, your your aim and focus, correct me if I'm wrong, on, on the conference is really detecting red flags, you're gonna be mergers and acquisitions. Is this some of the content that you're maybe tapped on the shoulder to present or talk about? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll be brought in to speak a little bit about about red flags that come up in in the industry, in particular in kind of the M and A side of the world. Hmm. What are some of the? I mean, the, the obvious question for me here, and I know for the audience, come on, man. I know we we can only there's only so much we could do, and I'll do the disclaimer for you, Jeff. There's only so much we could do in a 20 minute you know podcast interview, so we won't get. <laughs> two in the weeds here and you're definitely anybody go to your lawyer go to your like obviously call Jeff afterwards and his team and you can get specific advice to your situation but speaking high level Jeff um, what are some of those red flags you've either seen in the past or just some things that should be in the minds of individuals that are kind of going in that direction sure I'd say at the top of the list is going to be just you ask a question, right? And this could be in a merger. It could be an acquisition. Mm-hmm. It could be just, you know, vetting somebody that you're going to do business with, right? It could be uh, asking, you know, looking at maybe bringing on a new vendor or something like that. But when you ask a basic question or you ask for a very basic document and you get crickets, right? Mm. Something that in theory should take somebody should know off the top of their heads or it should be easily accessible in a file and they should be able to like forward over to you in two minutes. And mm. it takes days, weeks to respond back and you follow up and follow up and follow up. That's a pretty glaring red flag that something's amiss or they're just so disorganized, which is also a red flag. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one. I can see that. And I'm not going to lie. I've been guilty of that in the past. I can't think about when we started out and I'm like, yeah, everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that should have been a pretty quick answer. You should have that pretty, um, you know, pretty fast, pretty down um, pack. Um, so I, I get that. If when you're working with clients and you're kind of going through your your process of this and as a and I don't want to misrepresent this. So do you do you, do you consider yourself more of a consultant, more of a like, what What would I say properly to make sure that I'm representing you correctly? Sure. No, I, I appreciate that. It's it's kind of evolved over years. And so mm-hmm. most of my background, I'll keep it short, was in forensic accounting, you know, almost two and a half decades in that space. Yeah. And as a forensic accountant and doing expert witnessing, what, what happens organically in somewhere in that role, like myself, is you kind of have to become an expert in lots of industries Mm-hmm. Lots of accounting, lots of tax, lots of operations, lots of finance. You kind of become an expert in a lot of different areas. And mm-hmm. so over time, my skill sets kind of evolved and were I'm really more of a a consultant that solves problems, especially mm-hmm. those problems that folks don't know are problems yet, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, I see that. And that's why that's why I had to be specific on the question, because I mean, to say, you know, CPA, this, that, I mean, like, no, I, I know your work and I know how intimately you work with clients. So I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's, it's different. It's different. Um, any, and uh, you don't have to obviously give names, but I think to put a little bit of a meat around this one or like some context, any red flags on either projects or things that you've kind of seen like examples of things that people didn't know until they knew? <laughs> <laughs> As they um, say, <laughs> yeah, I'll give I'll give a couple quick examples, like because one just happened, you know, last week, 
we give us the guts, a, man. It's like it's fresh in mind. Give us the guts. It's like this is I'm I'm cringing. I'm holding my desk a little tighter. All the entrepreneurs out there that have sweaty palms like me, like, okay, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so we we're engaged for a client to to help with some cleanup work. You know, some things are of concern with a prior provider that they're using, a prior accountant, bookkeeper type, you know, not licensed. And we asked this this outside party with authorization by the business owner for access to the books that are maintained in QuickBooks Online. Now, anyone that's familiar with QuickBooks Online knows that to give an accountant accounting firm access is a matter of logging in, click on gear icon, click on manage users, and you send the email to the authorized party, whoever it is. It is yeah. takes at most 20, 30 seconds. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is supposedly somebody that does this for a living, you know, manages books and records for, for companies. And wow. we ask for this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll get on it. And then we follow up, you know, a day later, crickets. We follow up again via phone. We tell the business owner, Hey, we're, we're waiting on this stuff. Oh, I'll follow up. They follow up with them. Oh no, I'll, I'll get to it. Right. Over and over and over again. As of mm -hmm. now, it's like a week and a half deep almost still don't have access. Right. Mm -hmm. So that immediately tells us, all right. When we do get access, if we ever do, there's going to be some things of concern, right? Not necessarily to the level of embezzlement or fraud, but at the very least, what we're going to It could be an aptitude. It could be an aptitude. It could be mistakes. Exactly. It could be like a, a well-meaning person that, you know, was in over their head on a project. I mean, a lot of things. Exactly. You're spot on, Adam. At a minimum, we know we're going to see evidence of ineptitude, right? Just glaring issues, messy books, whatever, at, at a minimum, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I need another, man. I know you got a bunch of these. I can't help it because that one, that's like, a, I know you I know you got more and I'm like, yeah, that's good. Give me more. Give me more, Jeff. Because <laughs> there's some people out, because this is, I love that that's a specific example too, though, because it lets other people know, like when you're, it also differences. Like, because on the opposite note, when you have somebody that shoots over and you, you you do that exact same setup and you ask them for it and then boom uh, five minutes later done okay here you go then you already know okay well at least they at least they, they we got a better shot here right <laughs> right at least then there's some degree of comfort okay at least yeah. you know their response is at least they know how to get access right yeah, yeah. give me another yeah. one I need another another give me another flag i know you got them all day <laughs> uh yeah uh, we we're investigating as last fall we're brought on by some passive business owners that had uh, i think it was like a 15 shop franchise of I don't know, papa john's domino's one of the, one of these pizza franchises they had a had a bunch of them and they had a operations person that's that's brought in to do the day-to-day -day stuff they found this individual four or five years ago these two investors are the majority owners that collectively had like 85 percent 90 percent of the business right they're the the ones with the capital right that invested mm -hmm. in this um this minority owner had limited control but entire authority over all the operations they were concerned mm -hmm. because over a year passed and they hadn't seen a single financial statement you know a year and a half passed and their last k1 showed substantial losses and this isn't their own only rodeo right they have several mm -hmm. investments in a lot of our enterprises. So it's not really too concerning because it's just a small portion of their overall portfolio, but yeah. still of concern. So eventually they were referred to us by somebody else. And we started 
digging into things and quickly found out, um, for one, the operator, for some reason, had two sets of general ledgers. One general ledger was being handled by an outside bookkeeping organization running payroll. And then the quote-unquote main general ledger was being run by a tax CPA. Neither general ledger reconciled with the other. So they literally had two sets of books that don't match. Wow. Both general ledgers didn't tie to the tax returns. Both general ledgers were missing entries uh, for a number of different things. So in other words, it's just a mess, right? So then the question of like, well, how much money did they actually make? You don't know because the books weren't priming properly maintained. And we found some other things going on. Surprise, surprise. This operator was paying for his Porsche and apartment and all manner of other little things being flipped into one of the general letters as expenses, which aren't, mm-hmm. of course, expenses. Right? Um, but again, this kind of stuff happens all the time. Man, that's what happens when you get a forensic, man. <laughs> they get in there and you're like, come on, guys. But I, I believe you see a lot of this because that's yes. just, you know, it is what it is there. Um, all right. So I, I won't I won't make you give us all the horror stories. Let's uh, mo- moving on. Um, so let's let's get into some more, um, you know, problematic talk um, of another ilk. So, you know, a lot of what you're going to be talking about again at Microcap Conference, we talk mergers and acquisitions. So um, let's talk about like investors and investors and maybe how to and again, it's going to be different, but like how, steering clear possibly of of those type of opportunities whether it's problematic mergers or acquisitions like where where do you want to start with that can of worms yeah i'd say first and foremost whether buy side or sell side or even like some sort of mixed roll-up venture sort of thing is to be working with know what they're doing in the space unless this is like a it's it's you know an industry where the target is known, the person's done this a dozen times over with any small exposure, um, and they're not really worried about things, then okay. But otherwise, you have to work with a professional team. You have to have attorneys that know how to properly document the reps and warranties with earnouts. You have to work out with financial professionals that know how to peel back the onion layers, you know, check under the hood, so to speak, and make sure that, you know, if you're acquiring something, you're getting what they say you're getting. Mm-hmm. How do you know if you're working with the right team there? That's a good point. Like, I feel like, you know, if, especially if somebody hasn't assembled the team yet, um, and I don't, and I don't mean this to be a, a shameless self, uh, a shameless plug for new mission associates, but it is a serious question because sometimes people think they might have the right team. Like they have, you know, their tax guy, they have this person, they have that person, like they have their local financial advisor who, you know, makes some comments and they think, and maybe that's not their specialty. Like, how do you know if you have the right team? I think making sure that whoever their team is, you know, the legal side, consultant side, accounting side, is that they've they've done this before, right? Like, like we have tons of clients that maybe already have a CPA, and that's the question to ask, right? Like just to boil it down, like if you're like if you're getting advice, just to add some clarity, to this if you're getting some advice from your financial advisor on this particular merger or acquisition or something. And you're like, well, have you advised clients on this before? Can, like, can you give me an example of a deal? Is there anything public that I can see? Like, like getting into the weeds, not just taking somebody on face value. Am I, am I off? No, you're spot on. That's exactly, it. is actually asked those questions. And you know what? And usually the advisors that have the most credibility are the mm-hmm. ones 
that will say, oh, yeah, no, I've done that before. But you know what? I haven't done it of that size. The ones that will call themselves out about areas of their limitation, what their blind spots are. If someone is that self-aware and transparent with you, then chances are if there's something they're not sure about, they'll let you know so you're not believing that everything can be taken at at, at face value. And they'll also know who to refer in. Mm. Yeah, no, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like that, that, those little steps, I mean, those can save people lots of headaches, lots of lawsuits, lots of, um, lots of money, right? Yes. Yeah. It's usually the, the, like the savings on the front end of like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm a, uh, I'll just uh, do this myself or yeah, I'm going to hire this person because they quoted half the price, but yeah, they haven't done it before, but they're a lot cheaper. The, Mm. it might, be a savings on the front end, but on the back end, think then the costs are going to be a lot more. Right? Mm. So the effective savings is null and void. Mm. Let's talk about from the business, the business um, owner's perspective of things. Um, I'm sure some of that is is uh, is um, pretty similar in terms of advice, but are there some nuances there, like for the business owner specifically? So, for example, like, like we're kind of leaning a little more towards on the, the investor, the, the buy side before. So on the business owner, the person that's maybe exiting fully or partially, things for them to be mindful of is to make sure that they're ready to go and undergo due diligence, mm. whether it be financial diligence or legal due diligence. In some cases, it could feel like a colonoscopy and then some, a more intimate version of one. Right, that Isn't it supposed to be? Isn't it supposed to feel like that? That's how you know they're doing it right. If it's really, <laughs> and if it doesn't, then you know what? Then the other side it really isn't doing what they should be doing, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're right. It, it should feel. It's more than. Listen, a true due diligence is going to feel a lot more in depth than like an IRS audit, right? It's going to be more involved than a financial statement audit. It's really, really checking on their head. It's really kind of the halfway point between a traditional financial statement audit and a forensic analysis. Right? It's the marriage between the two in a way. Mm. Yeah. No, that that's good. And for the and for the business owners that are even kind of going in, like in that direction, I feel like one of the, the conversations that come up often, which is obvious, right? Like they work hard, and depending on what they're look aiming to do, if they're exiting or otherwise, they want you know they want maximum value, and not having things in order and not preparing for these things in advance probably ensure that they're not getting maximum value when they actually complete something, right? <laughs> probably. That's exactly it. Yeah. And what one point of leverage that investors would have over business owners when they're kind of mm-hmm. going through this process, if they ask for records and then records in a certain format and things are, you know, aren't tidying, tying out exactly, well, then all of a sudden that gives kind of some negotiating power to the buyer. Say, listen, look, we're asking for all this stuff your systems need to be updated because you can't provide in the right format. These things aren't tying out. You know what? We're going to have to hire a new CFO to clean this stuff up. Oh, that's you know, hundred grand here, hundred grand there. So, you know what? You asked for 4 million. We're going to be 3.2, right? Mm-hmm. Just because they weren't as well organized as they could have been. So usually advise business owners if looking at a serious exit, you usually want to have at least year and a half, two years of runway. So to make sure that, everything is in order, right? To make it really clean and crisp so you're more desirable 
for a prospective buyer, and you make the diligence process smoother, giving you more negotiating power. That's great. I think that's a good way to end it, Jeff. Uh, keep it clean, crisp, and smooth. <laughs> if uh, if somebody's listening to this, Jeff, and, uh, and they want to follow up, they want to connect and you know keep the dialogue going, um, obviously the, those in attendance definitely come listen to, to Jeff speak, of course, but for those that want to follow up as well, like now, um, Newmeister Associates, and I know you're doing a rebrand, et cetera. Um, what's the best way for people to follow up and continue the dialogue with your team? Sure. You, you, they are welcome to Google us, Newmeister and Associates. They can Google me, Jeff Newmeister. You're even welcome to call or text me directly, 818-518-0190. Any of those mediums will work, and you'll be able to connect with myself or any other team. Fantastic. And uh, we'll be sure to put some contact info in the show notes. And to the audience, uh, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, I don't know what you're waiting for. Hit it. Come on. We uh, we want some new listeners today. Hit that subscribe button. Jeff, as always, a pleasure. Um, I'm sure I'm not going to very likely see you in the next week or so. So I will see you at the Microcap Conference. Thanks for, for coming. And uh, we got we to grab a cocktail together and hang out. Definitely. Looking forward to it, Adam. Thanks, everyone.